If you struggle with motivation and consistency with your nutrition and fitness habits, one major reason could be that you're sabotaging your own efforts at every turn. You are your own worst enemy and you're holding yourself back, preventing you from making any forward progress and accomplishing your goals. So today you are going to learn how to recognize the ways that you are self-sabotaging and what you can do to overcome it. Hey friend, my name is Megan Dahlman. As a certified trainer and nutrition coach, I'm on a mission to change the conversation around fitness, nutrition, and taking care of ourselves as moms. If you're tired of restrictive fad diets and all or nothing workouts, in a culture that tries to sell you the lie that your value is tied to the number on the scale, then you're in the right place. I'm here to equip and encourage you to take simple steps towards the healthy life you want for yourself and the people you love. Welcome to Self-Care Simplified. Now, not long ago, I was watching a movie, and you've probably seen this movie before. It was super popular a couple years ago. In fact, I think it won Best Picture at the Academy Awards. I'm pretty sure. But the movie was 1917. And this is one of those just classic war movies. It's set in World War I. And if you haven't seen it before, the whole story is that we've got this main character and he and his fellow soldier, they were given an extremely challenging mission at the beginning of the movie. And the mission was like almost impossible, but really, really important. And throughout this mission and through the entire length of the movie, this particular soldier has to overcome countless obstacles like obstacle after obstacle like it just seems to get harder and harder and harder as he goes you know as soon as they set off they've got lines of barbed wire they've got bombs they've got landmines they've got snipers there's air fire even his partner gets killed there's just regular good old-fashioned like buildings on fire you know the whole works and the enemy's job in that moment just like in any war, was to sabotage his efforts at every turn to prevent him from accomplishing his mission. You know, it was like trying to throw every obstacle in his way to make sure he did not accomplish the mission that he set out to accomplish. But today we're talking about self-sabotage. And self-sabotage is when we do this to ourselves. And it's this common phrase that we throw around a lot, you know, self-sabotage, especially when we know that we're struggling to make that forward progress toward, toward our goal. And I can't tell you how many moms I coach that tell me, I know exactly what I should be doing. That's not the problem. The problem isn't like not knowing what to do. It's just that I can't seem to make it happen every day. What is my problem? You know, it's not a knowing problem. It's a motivation problem. It's a consistency problem. And usually the reason for this is that they're sabotaging themselves. They are literally hindering their own efforts and preventing their own success. They are their own enemy. In fact, I've got a friend that really struggles to make healthy choices. She has battled her weight for years, but not only that, she just can't get into a rhythm of regular exercise and consistently healthy food choices. And almost every week I see her doing something that's deliberately sabotaging her own mission. 
And I can see that she's doing it. She has a hard time seeing that she's doing it. But because of this, because she's sabotaging herself, she's constantly frustrated. Like that is the emotion she's feeling. She's frustrated because she's bouncing from one diet to the next, one workout program to the next, just never settling on anything. And ultimately, she's feeling like a failure, like she can't get anything to stick and she's never she's not making any headway. And the real reason behind all of this is because she's sabotaging her own efforts. Now, there are so many reasons why you might struggle with motivation and consistency with fitness and nutrition, but self-sabotage is a big one. It's a big one, and we have to talk about this. So today I'm going to highlight some of the ways that we commonly sabotage our own efforts and our, our own worst enemy, where we stand in the way of our own success. And then I want to go through four ways that you can begin to stop this cycle of self-sabotaging behavior starting today. Okay, I'm going to give you a ton of examples in this episode. This is one that you're going to be able to walk away from feeling like, okay, I feel like I can do this. That's what I want for you. I really want this to be actionable advice for you today. And this is so important for you for two reasons. This is important because you could be self-sabotaging and have no idea. You know, like my friend that I mentioned, she has no idea that she's self-sabotaging. She's just seeing the results of like, why can't I make any progress, you know, and she's just spinning in circles and wondering why she's not getting anywhere. So that could be you. You might have no idea that you are your own worst enemy here. The other reason that this is so important to go through this is that you might know that you self-sabotage. You might be aware, (laughs) but, but you have no clue how to stop this cycle. You're like, I keep doing it again. Here I go again. I am self-sabotaging again. So this conversation is just going to bring these behaviors to the surface and ultimately help you overcome them so that you can finally have the breakthrough that you want with your body. Because think of this for a moment. What is your mission? What are you setting out to do? Just like that soldier in 1917 movie, just like that soldier who had a mission, you're most likely on a mission right now. Whether that mission is to simply maintain your current level of health and fitness and strength, you know, to just make sure that you're showing up enough to not go backwards. We can certainly sabotage those maintenance efforts. Or maybe your mission is something bigger. Maybe you're staring at a mountain that needs to be moved right now. Your mission feels huge. You've got 50 pounds or more that you want to lose to be healthy, or your body is constantly in pain. You just don't have the strength that you wish that you had, or your habits, they just always feel out of control. And the idea of gaining some sense of self-control feels impossible. So that mission feels, it could feel huge. But whatever your mission is right now with your body, whatever those goals are, you'll never achieve it if you're self-sabotaging if you're standing in your own way, okay? All right, well, what is sabotage? What is it, actually? (laughs) You know, we throw this word around, but what are we actually talking about? So basic sabotage is where you're deliberately destroying, damaging, or obstructing and blocking something from happening. Okay, this is that picture, that scene, once again, from that movie. 
right? So there's destruction, there's damage, like you're literally trying to prevent something from happening. Self-sabotage is when this destructive behavior is directed at yourself and you are the one that's deliberately preventing yourself from accomplishing what you desire. This is when your negative habits are consistently undermining your efforts. You've got a bunch of positive habits that you're trying to follow through on, but you constantly are undermining your own efforts. So think of it like standing on the edge of a wide open, beautiful field, and you know you want to walk across it, but before you walk across it, you throw a bunch of landmines out there. You throw a huge barbed wire fence out there. You toss a bunch of snipers out there, and then you go to walk across the field. And I know that when we picture it like that, the idea of self-sabotage sounds pretty crazy, like literally insane. Like why on earth would you do that? But we do this, and you're probably doing it right now. So I want to highlight some of the big ways that we sabotage our own efforts, that we self-sabotage. In fact, I think that there's four main ways that we do this. Stop for a second and picture yourself nine months from now, a full three seasons ahead. What do you hope to have accomplished by then? What are the big dreams that you have for your body? How do you want to feel and think about your body by then? Will you be healthy, confident, and consistently eating healthy foods? Or will you still be on that diet train with two or three more restrictive dieting attempts under your belt with nothing to show for it, but a whole heap of feelings of failure? I know which option I'd way rather experience, and I think you do too. However you envision yourself nine months from now, doing another fad diet or detox is it's just not going to get you there. You'll have small glimmers of hope in the first couple days, maybe some smatterings of instant gratification, but then the whole facade is just going to come crashing down and you'll feel like a failure, disappointed in yourself yet again. If you want to actually make nutrition changes that last, you have to do something entirely different, something revolutionary, something that's not mainstream, like a complete paradigm shift. If you're ready to wipe the slate clean, reset your nutrition habits and completely change your attitude about eating, then I want to invite you to join me now in Total Nutrition Reset. I have already coached hundreds of other women through the process of saying goodbye to diets and detoxes and cleanses and systematically rewiring their nutrition from the ground up one day at a time. And they're finally living the healthy life they had always desired. Registration is open right now for my brand new program, Total Nutrition Reset. And we are kicking things off next Monday, so you can't wait around, all right? Head to the link in the show notes or go to totalnutritionreset.com. That's totalnutritionreset.com. Let's make some simple changes that actually last. I can't wait to see you there. The first way that we do this is procrastination. (laughs) I know that this one feels fairly neutral or not so. It doesn't feel like such a big landmine, you know. It's like, uh, that's not full-on self-sabotaging, but it is. Procrastination is just putting tasks off. You might dream of doing something great, you know, moving that mountain, something significant. You've got a big mission in front of you. 
but you keep putting it off and you never get around to doing anything about it. Okay, here's a couple examples. I told you I'd give you a ton of examples today because I want I want you to put yourself in these examples so that you can see when you're doing these things to yourself. Okay, so here's an example. Let's say you sign up for a workout program and you even download the routines. You know, they're sitting on your computer. You've got the videos, but it's all sitting there completely untouched and you never get around to doing it. And just the act of registering felt momentous, you know, which it was, it did. It, it took some courage to sign up and say that you needed it to kind of admit like, okay, I'm, I'm going to finally do that. And sometimes in our mind, we think, well, I signed up, you know, the thing's done now. No, you, you got to do it. And, and after you sign up, you just keep putting it off. You don't get the ball rolling. You keep waiting until the moment is right, until the moment is perfect, <laughs> which by the way, it won't ever be perfect. I think you know that. But this is a pretty big way that we sabotage our own efforts is procrastination and just simply putting things off. Now, another way, this is the second way I see you self-sabotaging. This is grinding to a halt. Okay, this is after you get the ball rolling and things are going pretty well, the brakes slam on all of a sudden for no apparent reason. And you completely grind to a halt or you just give up altogether. So here's an example of this, of how this plays out. Maybe you do sign up for that program. And after two weeks into your new routine, you just freak out for some reason. You give up altogether. There's some like self-talk that's going on in your mind saying like, I can't do this anymore. I'm probably going to fail anyway. And usually what happens is if we did a program in the past that maybe we only lasted two weeks on that program, some of those self-talks, those doubts are popping back up into your mind. You're like, well, I always quit at this two-week mark, so I think I'm going to quit now. And so you just do, you know, you throw in the towel. And you just, all of your efforts grind to a halt. And this kind of reminds me of my son, Peter. He's nine years old. And when he plays soccer, which honestly, he hates playing soccer, by the way. And we've decided to no longer encourage him or force him to try soccer because he's it just, for whatever reason, he's miserable when he's out there. But he'll be out in the game and he's playing just fine. You know, he might be kind of on a roll, like, okay, don't, don't rock the boat because he's actually doing it. He's actually doing it. He's out there. He's playing and he's playing just fine. And then all of a sudden, he'll just freak out and want to get pulled out of the game. He's like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And we, and we all look at him, you know, all the parents look at him like he's crazy saying, you know, but you were doing great. You were doing totally fine. You were playing as well as everybody else was playing. What happened? Why are you giving up now? I think if, if you're a mom and you've got a school-aged kid, boy, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, when your kid is like doing something just fine and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, no, I can't, I can't do it. And we're like, what? What do you mean? You were doing just great. And this is what we do too. We just grind to a halt for no real reason. Okay. That's the second way that we self-sabotage. The third way is deliberately putting yourself in harm's way. This is like throwing those landmines right in your own path. 
And instead of taking the clear, simple, doable route, you deliberately make it extremely hard on yourself and almost impossible to succeed. Here's an example, actually several examples, because this is a really common one. The first example is just baking your absolute favorite brownies with your kids every single week, thinking that you have enough willpower to not eat the entire pan. Okay, does that sound familiar? Yeah. Or maybe you don't pack a healthy lunch for work knowing that there's a fast food restaurant around the corner and thinking that today just might be the day that you'll resist it and actually go to the healthy restaurant. Um, you're probably putting yourself in harm's way, right? Or maybe another example here is you're planning on doing workouts. You want to do workouts, but in your mind, you're planning on doing ones that are way too hard and intense for you right now, where you're at in this season. Maybe you did them in the past. You know, maybe those were some of the workouts you did a year ago, but right now in this season, they're too hard for you, which is fine, by the way. But like, In your mind, you're like, okay, that's what I got to do. Or maybe you're committing to work out five or six days a week because you feel like that's the standard I have to hit. So this is putting yourself in literally the most difficult situation and expecting yourself to survive. And nope, that's probably not going to happen. You're probably going to crash right on your face or step on one of those landmines and it's going to blow up. Okay, so Deliberately putting yourself in harm's way. That's a really common way of self-sabotaging. Now, the final way that I notice we self-sabotage is at the first sign of difficulty or the first sign where things are becoming, you know, less than perfect or you feel like you're not doing something perfectly. You run in the complete opposite direction, making illogical choices for no real reason. Okay, here's an example. You eat a snack that's less than perfect. You know, that snack that you said you wouldn't have. Maybe you committed to not eating chips. Suddenly, here you are, you're eating a handful of chips. So all of a sudden, you just throw in the towel completely and abandon all of your eating habits altogether. You completely overreact, throw a little tantrum, and get dramatic about it. It kind of reminds me of, you know, a little girl that's trying to draw a beautiful picture of a horse And she knows it's not looking perfect. And so all of a sudden, she just scribbles all over it and turns it into a complete mess. (laughs) And you're like looking over her shoulder and you're like, what are you what are you doing? It doesn't of course, it's not going to be perfect, but you didn't have to scribble all over the entire thing. And that's exactly what we do at the first sign of feeling that things aren't perfect. We're just like scribble all over it and like make this illogical, unhealthy choice for no real reason. So those are just the big Top four ways that I see most women self-sabotaging, but I think it's so helpful to understand that self-sabotage is almost always driven by negative self-talk, okay, where you tell yourself that you're inadequate or you're unworthy of that success. You're unworthy of accomplishing that mission. And in the back of your mind, you might be thinking things like, you can't do this, You don't deserve this. You don't deserve to love your body and feel good. Or if you try this again, you're probably just going to fail anyway. There's this undercurrent of negative self-talk behind all of those self-sabotaging behaviors. If you don't uproot that conversation that's going on, 
the sabotaging is probably going to keep happening. Okay, so the big question now is how do we stop this? How can you stop this cycle so that you can actually accomplish what you set out to do, what that mission is? So there's four ways to stop this self-sabotaging behavior. And these are four ways that you can do this beginning today. First one is just being aware and recognizing when you're doing this. Knowing the main ways that you're hindering your own progress is huge. You have to see when you're doing it and try to catch yourself. If you're procrastinating again, or maybe you ground to a halt for no real reason, or maybe you're making it way harder on yourself than necessary, or you're scribbling all over your imperfect efforts again, wake up and see what you're doing, okay? And in that moment, change the conversation in your head. Try to rewire those negative thoughts. Replace them with truth. Replace them with You are worthy of showing up and taking care of your body. Your body is valuable. This effort is moving in a good direction. You will achieve this this time. Okay, so try to replace those thoughts with different thoughts. The second thing you can do is make sure that your expectations are clear and that you have a doable plan that's not too difficult to follow. Honestly, the harder the routine the more likely you'll be to self-sabotage it. In fact, I want you to make your daily habits so easy that it's almost impossible to self-sabotage them. And in both my Total Nutrition Reset and Jumpstart 30 programs, I make the very first nutrition habit that we focus on so easy that it's literally impossible to sabotage because I know that you're going to do this. (laughs) I know you're going to do it. I know you're going to try, and so that's exactly how I design these programs. So that day one, you're like, all your normal behaviors of, I'm going to sabotage myself again. It's like, actually, you you can't because this is so easy. It's impossible to sabotage it. So that's what you need to do is making sure that your expectations are clear and that your plan is so easy that you can't sabotage it. Another way that you can stop this behavior is to have accountability. Have someone to show up with you and to make sure that you're still moving forward regardless of the mental obstacles that you're throwing in your own way. You need that battle buddy. You you need someone at your side to be like, yeah, I know there's obstacles. I know you keep trying to throw obstacles right in front of you, but stop. Don't do that. I see you're going to do this again. Try to not do this. And, And this could be a friend. This could be your husband, your spouse. It could even be a coach like me. But I want you to be honest. I want you to be open with them about how you normally self-sabotage so that they can help you recognize it when it's hard to see it for yourself, okay? And then finally, this fourth way is really, really, really important. Be sure to turn around every so often and recognize how far you've come. Recognize when you overcame a self-sabotaging moment and celebrate that victory, Let that victory continue to propel you forward, just proving to yourself that you can do the hard things. We simply do not use this powerful tactic enough. When we are in the middle of a really challenging mission, I know it's hard to stop and celebrate when you feel like you haven't really gotten anywhere yet. I get that. 
I get that. I really do. But if you can celebrate every little step forward, especially if you didn't sabotage yourself on that step, you'll have the motivation to keep going. Okay? So those are the big four ways that you can stop the self-sabotaging behavior today. Once again, it's be aware and recognize when you're doing it. Number two is make sure that your expectations are clear and that you have a doable plan that's not too difficult to follow. Number three is get yourself some accountability. Have your battle buddy, okay? Number four, be sure to turn around every so often and celebrate every little step. Now, I used to self-sabotage, I will admit. I'm not immune from this either. I didn't realize that I was doing it, but looking back, I can see that I did this to myself. And for me, my preferred tactic of self-sabotage was deliberately putting myself in harm's way. And this is going to give you another example of how this can play out in your own life. And this is probably something you do too. But what I would do is I would try to eat barely anything during the day, like really small meals to try and lean up. And, and I would do a pretty good job in the morning and through lunch, but then every single day without fail, I'd lose it around like five o'clock. I'd be so ravenously hungry that I would end up eating a massive snack, a big unhealthy dinner where I would stuff myself, and then I'd end up having dessert later on. I just made it so incredibly difficult on myself and impossible to succeed. But once I recognized that's what I was doing, I I loosened up. I let go a little. I made a better effort to eat more during the front half of the day and just lower those perfect expectations I had for myself. And I was able to change the conversation in my head too. When I felt myself trying to restrict in the morning, I could remind myself, nope, don't do it. You're just sabotaging yourself. This is going to end up going not so well later. And that really, really helped. So the big idea here is that whatever your mission is right now with your body, however small or big that is, you're never going to achieve it if you're self-sabotaging, if you're standing in your own way. You got to get out of your own way. You got to stop being your own worst enemy. Okay, so those are your action steps now. Stop hindering yourself from making forward progress. Start to recognize what you're doing and when you do it. And write it down, okay? Write down the ways that you sabotage. Do you procrastinate? Do you grind to a halt when things get going? Do you deliberately put yourself in harm's way, making it really, really difficult on yourself? Or... Do you scribble all over your efforts when things don't look perfect and run in the complete opposite direction for no real reason? Recognize what you're doing and write it down. And then change your expectations. Get the accountability that you need and be sure to celebrate every little step forward. Okay? That's what's going to work. That's going to help you overcome this, all right? Now, I actually want to hear from you. What is one way that you have been self-sabotaging recently? Is it something I mentioned or is there another way that is popping into your brain? I'd love to know. I really do. I want to know what it is and how you're going to stop doing this because that's probably the most important part. So go ahead, reach out to me either on Instagram at Megan Dahlman. You can find me there or just hit reply to any email that I send you and your message is going to go straight to my inbox. Okay. And I read every single one of them. I'd really love to hear from you. I really would. 
All right, friend, now go stop self-sabotaging. And until next week, be strong. Mm -hmm.